0: all right welcome to peeps creek the cafe where we serve you delightful slightly intense but definitely worthwhile conversations a podcast focused on bringing people together by drinking listening and conversing so grab your favorite drink and let's see what's on today's menu all right people welcome to peeps creek the cafe you know here at the cafe we always have a conversation since around a drink and i am your host sean and i am joined today in the cafe by Denise. Say hello, Denise.
1: Hello, Sean, and hello, everyone.
0: I know we say this every time that we come on this, but it has definitely been a moment.
1: (laughs) When was the last time we recorded?
0: Oh, let me look on this website. I don't even know. The last episode was put out, was October the
1: 19th. Not that bad.
0: The last episode was October the 19th, 2023. The bottom line, people, is I've been struggling mentally, have not been in the best mental space due to personal stuff, and just haven't had the desire to do much, period, let alone try to record. But I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. You probably can hear that it sounds like I'm under the weather a little bit. That's why I'm drinking this tea over here. Yeah, I might be losing my voice, but it's fine. So this is episode 84. Episode 84 is called, this is some BS. All right. So first and foremost, Denise, you want to kind of introduce us to what this topic is about.
1: So this topic is about a documentary on HBO max BS high not for what we really think it stands for it stands for bishop sycamore and it centers around roy johnson which was the head person of this bs high high school and it basically just talks about him and what occurred i don't want to really go into details until we actually start talking about it but it really centers about him the players that were involved which you know at that time they were high schoolers and this BS or, or Bishop Sycamore high school.
0: Yeah. So, <clears throat> so it, 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 it's, it's kind of odd. So it makes it appear as if he's the creator of the BS Sycamore, but when you dive a little deeper, it seems to be unclear kind of what it is. It seems as if maybe he was the head coach, and the partner, Andre Peterson, quote unquote, was the creator of BS. But that's doing research, additional research. But I don't know one way or the other. It all seemed like a scam, period. I'm just gonna say what it is at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, actually <laughs> so, I didn't I didn't get that from the documentary. So it definitely must have been part of your research. Because to yeah, me so. the documentary is makes it seem like it's him.
0: Yeah. So let's kind of go through this. So the documentary is about an hour and some change. Uh, Denise put me onto the documentary and I watched it some time ago because we thought we were going to record about it, but didn't really do it. But let me just say this. And rewatching the documentary, it just pissed me the fuck off even more in regards to this dude, Rory Johnson. You know, yeah. So the the the, the documentary starts off, he sits down, he goes into this room and just, just I'm just going to say, he looks like a scammer.
1: <laughs> Anger is a blanket emotion. I'm like, dude, if you don't shut the hell up.
0: I know. He asked, <laughs> he asked the producer. He like, do I look like a con artist or a regular person? A regular well, first normal he's person. he's
1: like my, my body language. Like, you know, yes. because body language says a lot. Like, dude, just sit down and, and just answer the questions. Like, why are you so worried about your appearance? You did what you did. Like, just freaking own up to it.
0: Well, according to him, he didn't do anything. He was trying to help Yeah, you. okay,
1: whatever. All
0: right. So so anyhow, he asked that question to a, like a con artist or a regular normal person. And I think the point of them starting with that is just to try to highlight the trajectory of where the documentary is going to go, right? Because at the end of the day, what we are stuck with is that we have an individual who claims, and it, it's so hard to believe anything he says, right? He says he grew up in New York, or he was born in New York, but grew up in Queens, not Queens. Where was it? Jersey Long
1: Island,
0: Long Island, right? He claims that he was—he has an older brother, but he claims he was kind of the older brother in mental wise, in the sense that his older brother was trying to go to school, plays football, teachers were failing him, and then he indicated that he stepped in at a young age and started advocating on behalf of his brother by going and talking to the teachers and telling him, "Low, yo, you can't, you can't get him this grade because if you give him this grade, he's not going to play, yeah, yeah, yeah." And according to him. He said he got his brother into college football, right?
1: Right. Him and others, because he made it seem like once he started helping his brother, he started helping other people too get into these, these programs.
0: Right. So he said he kind of had this history, I guess what he was trying to set up is this history of. A, football being a prominent issue that he wanted to kind of highlight and focus on. And B, he wanted to bring people into the fold and get them where they needed to go, right? By using the art. I'm going to call it the art of football or the sport of football. Now, what I don't know is, and I think it's clear, that he never actually played football. He played right. on the streets, right? Right. Like I used to do when I was in, in Detroit, playing in the backyard.
1: Play football.
0: I was on the football team. The, oh, my God.
1: It must have been the neighborhood football team.
0: No, I was on the, well, not my high school football team. No. I was on the the team like Davion did.
1: Like outside of, of school?
0: <laughs> Motherfucker. Yes.
1: <laughs> I have a hard time believing this.
0: Yes. Okay. Let me just tell y'all a quick story, okay? Don't, don't. This is why I stopped. This is one of the reasons I hate football to this day. So I don't watch it. Full disclaimer, I don't care about football. Denise loves football. Davion loves football. I was on a football team. And we had to go to practice and we had to walk to practice. And when we got to the locker room, you know, you you put on your uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I needed to use the restroom, but the coach wouldn't let me use the restroom. And I'm like, in my head, you know, bitch, I need to use the restroom. (laughs) And I'm not talking about number one. He wouldn't let me use the restroom. So I used the restroom in the uniform.
1: Oh, my. How old were you?
0: (laughs) I don't know. 13, 14. I don't know. Something like that. And But the kicker is, is that when I went into the shower, so that I could shower and change and all that, someone stole my clothes out the locker room. So, I literally had to walk home and soiled pants to change. And so, that changed my trajectory of football. Oh. And since then, I hated the sport. My so, gosh. Yes. All right. So- Let me
1: take Stavien really good.
0: <laughs> All right. So, putting that aside. So... <clears throat> I don't think he really played football, right? And so then what he says is that he was doing some work. He doesn't really tell us what type of work. He was doing some work on behalf of or in association with the African Methodist Episcopal Church, doing some random projects. It had nothing to do with um, football, right?
1: I feel like that was a lie, too, because he... he was very vague with what he did.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, what was your projects? What were you? Were you right. like? What was what your title? Because you, exactly. you, you must have
1: had a title.
0: Exactly. He also claimed that he he did a was it an internship at the yeah
1: with the New York Jets. New
0: York Jets, and I'm like, let me see some. Oh, receipts. you know
1: what? I wanted to Google that to see it, and I and I totally <laughs> let, forgot. Let me
0: see some receipts because if you did an internship there for the New York Jets which he indicates is the reason he wanted to be a general manager for a team, a a, a professional team. Now, again, the guy's a liar. Okay. But what he says is he's an honest liar. So he identifies himself as a liar, but he says he's an honest liar. So anyhow, he claims he that the church decided that they want to create their own school. And as part of that, that he kind of got involved because he was like, well, let's make an arm of that to be football, right?
1: Wait, say that yeah, again?
0: So remember, according to him, the African Methodist Episcopal Church wanted to create a school. Then right. he got involved because he says, well, if you want to create a school, you should have an athletic arm to that. And let me be part of that athletic arm.
1: But you know, I kind of feel like he made it seem like they actually reached out to him. Yes,
0: but he' lying. <laughs> but but and, he's like, and, you
1: know, they came to me and
0: he uh, lied. I, I, listen, I can't believe nothing this man's saying. Okay? He lied. I'm trying to and, Google. is he
1: really an intern, and I can't. And
0: and, and not only that, the man said that he wanted to create a school. But not just create a school, y'all. He wanted to build a multi-million like a hundred million dollar complex with a a basketball court on the roof, swimming pool, (laughs) gymnasium. And I'm like, this is a church where, first of all, where are they getting this one hundred million dollars to create this this school that you're coming up with? But the name of that school was the Christian Christian of Faith Academy, uh, according to him. And so how were they going to pay for this? Do you remember kind of the, which I didn't even, I I didn't even understand that. It made no sense.
1: Like who does that? Like if some, okay, let's first discuss how they were going to truly fund this. They were going to fund it if, because the people from the church were going to sign up for insurance policies where life insurance policies, where they were going to leave certain percentage to their family members and then a certain percentage towards the school. What? If somebody comes right now to me and says, do you want to sign up for this life insurance? However, you got to leave a certain percentage to your kids and a certain percentage to the school. I'll be like, get off. Goodbye.
0: Well, and it also wasn't clear as to whether or not these people had to die. and did how, the how else? Forward.
1: How else are you going to get the money?
0: <laughs> so that... That begs the question, how the fuck are you going to pay for this if the people are just signing up for the insurance policies, right? Now, what we don't know is if these are living life insurance policies or term, right? Because all of that matters. Living life insurance policies, you you pay more, but you also can borrow money from that policy as you are alive, <laughs> yeah, right? I didn't know that. So you can take money from it and use it for your benefit, Right term life insurance is just what it is. You pay over a term. If you die within that term, then you get paid out. And the older you are for most insurance company, for life insurance purposes, the older you are, um, <clears throat> the more sometimes that premium is because the concept is you're going to die soon. Right? right. All right. So what we don't know if it was living or, I mean, living or term, but here's the bottom line. Either or it still takes time before you can get money. So with the living one, you can't just go in, put your premium down and be like, okay, I want five thousand dollars. After a year, two years, three years, it, it it's like escrow, right? It grows, right? And then but don't the tr- you
1: have to have like a valid reason to to take
0: Right. You do typically, but you know, whatever. Let's just let's just play along with Roy. Cause
1: nah, because he was
0: lying. <laughs> let's let's play along with Roy. So and then The other thing is, is that if it's termed, you got to wait till these people are dead. So how are you going to build this school? That's a hundred million dollars so that you can have 150 million. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that goes on for a while. I guess they create this, this school right now. When I say, I guess I'll tell you why
1: (laughs) (laughs) they don't create it.
0: (laughs) So, so now (laughs) <laughs> where, did, where did these kids come from that enrolled in the school
1: so the, the target demo was athletes who were good at football or they thought that they were good at football but were not going on to play at the next level because they either didn't have the grades academically to qualify or they didn't have any offers to play at the next level but that they thought that they should be at that level
0: mm-hmm uh huh. Okay. You want to go to
1: the background as to what their background truly was?
0: No. Because that what bothered I, me. What I, yeah, we're going to get there, but <laughs> we're going to talk uh. about the beginning. So, in order for him to have a school, you need kids. Mm-hmm. Let's we'll start there. Okay. So, you, you need children. You need someone to come home and want to come into your school. Now, let's not even think about talk about the academics. Don't worry about math, English, all that. Don't don't even think about that. Okay. Right now, you need bodies. So, right. then we meet a guy by the name of Branham, John Branham Sr. Ooh, I right? like
1: him. <laughs> Me too.
0: So, John Branham Sr. says he met Roy at a football game. And Roy apparently was this extravagant talker, right? Was able to will you in. Now mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you when I was listening to him, all I got was bullshit, 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 bullshit. Me too,
1: bullshit. me too. But I could see, I could see what the guy, I could see what the guy meant, and everybody else that that spoke everything that they said. I could see how he could with his words.
0: You know, I wish that mofo would sit across the table for me and ask me to be a part of this. I would look at him like he fucking you, crazy. Would. you, you
1: would be like, you coming to me with this? Get out <laughs> I <be here.">
0: like, <laughs> like Bro, get this shit out but of here. But then
1: me, I would probably sit there and listen to him.
0: Mm-mm. That's like, that's just like those. What's those things when you timeshare presentations? Remember when oh, you, yeah, used to do yeah, that?
1: That you had to do the Yeah.
0: Let's go get the free trip. And I, and
1: I was over here, the one you, that did a You lot over of, like, here and <laughs> listening
0: to him and taking notes. I'm like, we're not getting this shit. Shut it down. Bye. Just oh, give me my God. free dinner tickets, please. Okay. So <clears throat> we meet him. Now, John says that he is a co founder of CFA, which is the Christian of Faith Academy, right? <laughs> so when the producers ask, um, Roy about John. What he said, what is who? Roy? Who? <laughs> He's like, was like, dude, you
1: know who they're talking about. Come on now. Who,
0: who's that? And he was like, oh yeah, he, he was with us for a few weeks. And right. then he was like, well technically six months. I'm like, bro, come on now.
1: Yeah, let me fix that.
0: It was <laughs> six months. Yes. So um so anyhow, those two began this process. And so John says that one day Roy calls him up and basically was like, Look, we don't have the $100 million to create our complex yet. So we're going to rent out one of these practice fields. A you know soccer
1: they, field. A
0: soccer field. Yeah, oh they my will gosh. rent out a soccer field so that they can start having practice. And John is like, Practice? What fucking kids? Who are the players?
1: Right, because the school wasn't even created yet.
0: No. So. John goes to the field and lo and behold, there are busloads around those just I getting off the bus,
1: just getting out, <laughs>
0: getting off the bus to show up for this practice field. And John is like, who are these people? Like, where did you get them from? And Roy really doesn't really tell him anything. He just starts going in and basically says, OK, we are starting our school. So that's how they kind of start this whole Trajectory of a school. Now, I'm using the term "school" loosely, okay, people, <laughs> very loosely. All right. Now, one thing that he said when we they started talking about the kids, and it was really annoying to me. Roy said three things. He said I'm, that um, I'm insecure, mm-hmm. I'm extremism, and I'm very resourceful. Mm-hmm. And to he says those three things is a bad combination, right? And so he basically talks about how he recruited these kids by kind of using Suge Knight's line. Oh my God. Right. Go
1: ahead. So I don't it. know the Suge Knight words or whatever it is that he said, but he basically was telling the kids Hold on, let me find it. You want to go to college? If you don't want your coach all on your Twitter or your Instagram, come to Bishop Sycamore or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. But I forgot
1: yeah. what the Suge Knight saying is. Oh my god. Basically, sorry. when he was at the, he
0: was the awards, he was just basically saying, Look, if y'all really want to rap, y'all really want to do this, yeah, 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 come to death row, essentially. Like, but you know like, what
1: bothered me is mm-hmm. the way Roy said it. Like he was so proud that he was using Suge Knight's like words, like
0: yeah the problem is is that he's a narcissist and um that's
1: the word right there he's a narcissist yes
0: and you know i was talking to davion the other day about a previous situation i was in and that's what he called the person a narcissist and it really didn't dawn on me until davion really broke it down based upon his observations Mm -hmm. and looking at this guy here roy he is definitely a narcissist like everything is truly about him at all form shape or fashion right and he tries to package it as if he's caring about other folks but none of this is about the kids none of this right. is about trying to give them any kind of opportunity or try at to all. bring them out of where they are right because a lot of these kids were struggling broken homes, people getting evicted folks living on on the street faith
1: um, and this man.
0: Right, they put all this faith in there, and like one guy said, this was Adrian Pahuki Brown Jr. Yeah. He said he looked up to him because he thought he was a positive black person, and then the other guy, another guy, which I think it was, yeah, Justin Daniel,
1: mm-hmm. JP,
0: yeah, JP, because his father had went to jail for him, attempted I mean, JD, murder or I'm murder. Sorry. Yeah, JD. So he basically says, you know, his father went to jail. I think for a murder or attempted murder or something. And football was the only opportunity for him to have male father figures. Right. And so, and then there was another guy, Mario, who came from a broken home and whose family had been evicted back to back, back to back during this time. So he was really pulling at the heartstrings of these kids who came from a background that really didn't, give them the opportunity to succeed. And he kind of used this opportunity to pull upon them. But what I thought was interesting there was that he basically said he drove around looking for kids out there playing football near a telephone pole. I missed that. Yeah, that's how he started recruiting these people. And that resonated with me because growing up in Detroit, right, that's what we used to do. We used to be out, we didn't have real fields, you know, all the time. So we would be out there throwing football in this in you know in the middle of the street late at night whatever, and a lot of folks didn't have the wherewithal to 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 be able to go to some kind of private program or something like that so it really irritated me how i I wrote that <clears throat> what I wrote when he started talking about that I said he was a damn predator in a different way, not predator like a sex person but predator in a sense of latching on to people's vulnerabilities and bringing them into his bullshit and not having any care of the world in regards to who they were. Okay. He, he was
1: crazy because I don't know if you going way back, you know, to to the beginning when he said that he was part of the A-team, He would make Weird. it seem like, you know, he had his own A-team and he was making yeah. up his own little plans. And yeah. hey, I used the to plans that may show, not by work out, but I don't remember that show. I don't remember
0: it. Oh yeah, Remember, I used to love that, that show. Yeah, I love that show. All right. But
1: it was just the fact that he said that, you know, in that show, they were the person, the Hannibal guy, would make plans. Even if the plans didn't work out, they would go with it. So that was his mentality too.
0: Yeah. So if you know anything about the 18, typically Hannibal would make all these extravagant, weird ass plans that everyone would, would would say to, uh, to him, What the fuck are we doing? But ultimately, they would go into it and do it. But the plans never folded, unfolded the way that he planned it. But at some, some reason, it always worked out, right? In some regard. And so, what worry what was saying is that that's kind of how he is, right? He has his idea, he has these plans. They may not work out, but they worked out somewhere. How? And what he said was, Look at us. We had nothing. We weren't even a real school, basically, and we on this documentary talking to you, like you know this whole cocky bullshit, which is very annoying. Okay,
1: but very true.
0: But very true. All right, and here we are talking about it, as is as have other folks. Okay, exactly. But what was what was annoying though was that when CFA was started, because this is CFA is kind of the precursor to Bishop Sycamore, right? The church came out and put a statement out and was like, bro, we don't know anything about- We don't
1: about- know you. Who you, who you are? <laughs> we, we have no association with
0: We this have man. no association. We don't even know this man. We don't know anything about this school, right? We don't know anything about this school. But what was his response? As to why that statement was put out. What did oh, he I say? did
1: not I did not write it. And I'm pretty sure. He was sure. like, oh,
0: yeah, I think I think what happened was is that were, there was a new bishop that came on. Oh and the yeah, new yeah, bishop yeah, yeah, did, yeah. No. And so it was just cross-information. And I'm like, bro give me some documentation, please. Show me <laughs> right. Some documentation that you had you were asked to create the school. And you know, give me some outline of what the curriculum was going to be, any of that. And he had he can't produce any of that.
1: Nothing.
0: The man is a damn liar. But Ben Ferry, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yes, I like him. I know. He's like super anal, right?
1: (laughs) Reminds me of you, actually.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he's this former investigator for the Ohio High School Athletics Association. So basically, that's an association just to make sure that high schools that have athletic programs, that they're running a fair, they're doing everything they're supposed to do. They have all these rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So he's a former investigator. When he he fell upon CFA by happenstance, he wasn't even because they wouldn't register it as a real school. Right. <laughs> right? And he started telling people immediately, this is a scam. Like right. you all need to look into this. This is a scam. But nobody would take him seriously. Nope. Nobody would take him seriously. And the folks were saying that even though Ben was considered a major rule follower and he was blowing the whistle like very early on no one really knows why no one took heed heed of what he was saying basically like
1: serious yeah nobody cared to even you know
0: get this shit together this is definitely a scam
1: because he actually stumbled upon them in 2018 and this bishop sycamore thing didn't really you know get into the highlight until the whatever game happened back i think it was in 2019 that the
0: yeah the img I think? game the game of yeah. img that was on espn
1: yeah so this guy this ben guy really knows his stuff yeah <laughs> like
0: yeah yeah so <clears throat> so um, the
1: other dude too though bomani bomani
0: the journalist
1: no, was the black he a, guy. Yes,
0: the black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his like name. Like very
1: sharp, and the way he yeah. talked was like always. You always know? on the point. Yeah, yeah.
0: So anyhow, okay. So eventually, CFA kind of dissipates and morphs into BS, which is Bishop Sycamore, right? Now, for Ben's perspective, for all intents and purposes. They're the same organization. And essentially they are, right? So from a I legal agree. standpoint, if this was a real business, right, there's a, a concept called a successor liability, right? Or yeah, a successor corporation, sorry. So, and part of that is, is that typically if it is shown that the organization is a new name, the old, essentially what that is, is that the organization is the old company with a new hat, basically saying that you know this ain't really a new organization they just kind of right. reinvented themselves the the reason that is important for 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 businesses purposes is that typically when organizations form into no, new organizations, the liabilities of those that former organizations sometimes don't transfer to the new organization mm-hmm. okay. and so you can you can breach that by showing that it's just the same company in a new hat, right? And so therefore, they're trying to evade their debtors and things of that nature. I mean, their creditors and things of that nature. But go ahead, that's a different point. But that's essentially what that reminded me of when Ben said that it's the same organization. Now, uh, Andre Peterson comes on, and he's the director, according to him, the director <sighs> of Bishop Sycamore. Now, I don't really know what his fucking role is. Do you know, I mean, I'm confused.
1: I think he was recruited to be like a, because he he was a coach. Remember he had his son his son was in the program.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: he had coached so I think he was coming in as one of the coaches.
0: Now, but on the thing they they identify him as a co-founder or partner. Sorry, partner.
1: Yeah, cuz cuz hello to the to the day of the documentary, he's still standing by Roy Johnson.
0: Okay. So I'm sorry, but
1: that man also just ugh.
0: All right. So Bishop Sycamore starts and they have all these kids on here and I wanna talk a little bit first about the academics of this. Mm-hmm. Okay, what what was your understanding of the academics of Bickamore Sic Bishop? Sycamore? There was none. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm
1: just come and play. Just come and play. We're going to help you with your, with your testing. We're going to help you with your schooling. But just come and play. And then when they really came to play, I'm sorry, what school? What classes? Ain't no classes in here.
0: Now, Basically. It's, it's interesting you should say that. So I'm going to read you something that Andre Peterson actually said to USA Today. In a,
1: oh, that was part of your research?
0: Mm-hmm. USA Today, He he. they quoted him as saying, Prior, because they asked him, why didn't you have, why does your school have a P.O. box and not a fiscal address? And he says, prior to COVID, the design of it is they go into the building, they have their computers, they sit down, they do their classes. We have some adults that are there that monitor what they do. Okay. <clears throat>
1: wait first of all so what building because you didn't even have no, a building
0: wait. now what he says is why they have a p.o box i just I said that the reason they didn't have a PO, they have a p.o box now is because he said that pre-pandemic the students were being harassed so they don't want them to know their physical address
1: <laughs> did you see what i'm telling you why he also pissed me the f off because he's okay. as bad as the other one
0: wait and I'm looking, and I'm saying to myself when I read that, and that was like,
1: mm, that's not what
0: the kids said. The kids said they didn't do shit.
1: Right. The, <laughs> and the kids literally admitted to the fact that we didn't have nobody telling us to do anything of the classes. Hey, we're young. We're not going to be like, oh, by the way, am I supposed to be taking some classes?
0: Yes. Yes. And I thought it was funny that one of them said, I don't know who said it. They were like, they needed structure as, as, as young folks but they didn't receive it from any of the adults that were involved with the school And all I know is two of yep. them, Andre and Roy the yep.
1: and the guy
0: said the, the kid said or the young man basically said and Roy ain't got no structure so it's not like he's gonna give a structure. all he care about is money exactly. right. You remember that part? Yeah,
1: they, they all said it
0: right. And then uh, the, the the director asked them, well do you think Roy is a coach because Roy was supposed to be the head coach. What what was their responses?
1: Wait, because first they asked Roy and Roy said, well, first they, they showed the players, right. But they didn't give, they didn't show the answers of the player. They actually then went to Roy and Roy's response was like, wait, did you already ask the players? How am I as a coach or am I going first? And the dude was like, you know, just, just say your answer. How do you, you think you are as a coach? And he said he was understanding, creative and passionate. And so then it pans back to the kids and the kids all stay silent. Like they all stay like thinking like, like what words are we truly going to say? And they were like, he's not a coach.
0: (laughs) Not a coach. (laughs) They always like, he's not a coach. (laughs) Right.
1: Like they kept showing the videos of him just dancing and like just nothing, doing nothing for those kids.
0: Now I will say when I first watched the, documentary what I didn't really appreciate was the fact that none of these kids was in the same room with him doing the documentary
1: why would they
0: well because I wasn't thinking that way initially I'm just thinking okay Focus.
1: you know you just made me like want to just add no you.
0: <laughs> but, but 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 then re-watching it with the intent and purpose of talking about it I realized how <clears throat> much damage he did to these people, right? And uh, let's be clear, we might as well clear this up. All of them want kids. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Can you so, argue that
1: though? You know what I mean? Like,
0: no, I'm talking about <clears throat> to one of the pieces. Sorry, <clears throat> I might have to go make some tea in a minute. Right, some of the how pieces. How about
1: you don't clear your throat on the mic and just come off mic? <laughs>
0: Well, Aretha Franklin used to do it when she used to see. She coughed. You ain't no
1: Aretha, sir, okay? <laughs> All
0: right. So you you messed me up. So part of the arguments from some of these folks were these people who like grown as man, me ain't coming off this bus to come play these other high school students.
1: Right, and they and they and, and some of them, right, we don't know, but may have been over the age of nineteen. But
0: no, we do know several of them said we he knew I was a sophomore in college.
1: I know at a JUCO
0: college. Oh. college. And he knew that I had this kid and some of them went to jail and came jail. out.
1: They had just come out of jail and right. were, were fighting. So
0: the the reality and his response was is that oh this is a hybrid high school prep.
1: And they were like, Oh what? That now, that what? don't even <laughs> exist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the problem is, is that these people are on the field playing with high schoolers,
1: yeah.
0: and when I say playing, not practicing in actual um, competition with high school students on yeah. the field, right? And so when they, when when the, I know we're kind of jumping around because there's so much going on in this documentary, but when the the school, when people started looking into it a little more, they was asking kind of, okay, what's the academics? break it down and so one of the kids one of the guys i think actually i really liked them it was Pahuki.
1: and i and i want to go back to your question as uh, the first time you watched the documentary why you you know, you asked yourself why weren't they in the same room i think he was the most affected emotionally because you know he had lived with the coach for a while he he truly looked up to the coach so mm-hmm. just imagine him having truly been the way I mean, yeah, now I'm really jumping. But the way they actually talked about him after, I don't know if you remember that part when he and the Andre guy, they were showing him clips of what the, the players were saying. Yeah. And he got so emotional and got up. And the way he was really talking about him. He wasn't emotional, him, but go ahead. But the way he was talking about him, it would have I been a get. mess had they all been in that room.
0: Right. He should have got his ass beat by the Oh, my God. Hours.
1: I still want somebody to just... Um, I can't say this. truth
0: truth be told. Okay. And <laughs> All right. So let's go back. So they the actual education. So apparently they tried to do this one thing <laughs> where they were trying to have the students attend something called Youth Bill. And youth bill was a school for alternative school for kids who either got kicked out of high school, who dropped out, and then they want to go back and get their GED. And so they attempted to have the kids go there and it didn't seem like that worked very long. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it worked for maybe a few weeks, but what happened? Why, why was there disconnect?
1: Oh, I didn't write that down.
0: Well, because Roy started charging all these things, buying all these things and charging it to youth bill and, and ran up all these bills and charged it to Youth Peel, even though he wasn't fully connected with the organization. Oh, wow. And so the organization or that school came out and put a statement. It was like, <clears throat> we have no connection with BS Bishop Sycamore. And so the kids were not able to continue to do that portion. And I think but it only lasts also, a few weeks.
1: That library, what was the name of the library they were also trying to take them to?
0: I but forgot. But they closed
1: the doors on them. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, he told them to go to the library... And like the library, no, the, the the schedule that they received said that they were supposed to be at school at seven o'clock or something. And when they went to the, to the doors, the doors were locked. Like there was yeah. just nobody to. Yeah. Understand.
0: Cause the library wasn't open.
1: Yeah. And something
0: then <clears throat> on paperwork that he filed for BS or that they filed, cause I'm also going to hold Andre accountable for this too, because he he said on this documentary, like he's so important, right? And so like this this program of Bishop Sycamore was such a great school. On the paperwork for 2020, even though there was like 50 kids, 75 kids, they reported that they only had three students enrolled. Yep. And then in 2021, they reported they only had one student enrolled. Yep. And I'm like, okay, so what about all these other people? Like, Where are they enrolled at? And just think about what you're doing, you're promising the thing is you promised these kids not just about the ability to get them in front of potential D one recruits, mm-hmm. but you promised them that you were gonna be able to raise their academic profile. Yes. Because right? one of that them was promise.
1: one of them makes it seem like that's why he chose to go. Exactly. Because they were made, you know, they were promising him that they were gonna help him.
0: I think that was Adrian.
1: I no, I think that was
0: or Isaiah.
1: I can't remember which well, one.
0: Zyshon. Anyway. You're gonna name them all
1: now. <laughs> I know.
0: <clears throat> I know. But yes. And didn't do that. And so yeah. then what 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 was very annoying though, let's talk about how they had this media day. Do uh, you remember the media day?
1: Yes. And then immediately but, but, it was
0: really nobody. Nobody. But first, let's talk about the videographers. How did he meet the videographers that, that were BS videographers?
1: At a Panera Bread.
0: At a Panera Bread. At a Panera Bread. And the two videographers mm. says, oh, he was he was so good at talking. We went through this and then we drafted a proposal and we're thinking this is we're going to make the most money out of our career. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so they draft this document up because what their job is is to document the school and the, 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 the training and all that. So that eventually D one recruits coaches and things of that nature would be able to see kind of the program. Right. Kind of. And, and I guess also use that as publicity so that other kids can come right. in. And the videographer was like, they asked him basically, okay, so how much money did y'all make in this process? How much did they make? They had to share
1: with
0: each other. $30 each, and that was enough for your gas. But then when they asked Roy, why did he pay him? What did he say? I forgot. You remember? He was like, oh, pay them. they my friends. Why would I pay them? Oh, oh, oh,
1: yeah. And then they came back to the guys, and
0: the guys were like, we ain't your friends. Bro, we met you at Panera. (laughs) specifically to talk about this project.
1: Because he's like, when I get the money, I'll pay them.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. So, in doing this process, we start to, un- they start to peel back some of the issues, right? With Roy. So, they asked them, like, how many, how many at the time of the documentary, how many lawsuits do you have? And he was like, I don't know, you tell me.
1: You you, you did your research? You tell me what you got from your research.
0: <laughs> and then, wh- wh- What was their response? I
1: think they said over 30.
0: Yeah. We saw over 30, and he was like, well, if you saw over 30. That's what I
1: have. <laughs> that's what I got. Like, no fear. And,
0: and then they were like, so do you care about not paying? And he was like, I didn't get into this thinking I wasn't going to pay. I was getting into this like I knew that I could create a plan so that I could pay, but that plan didn't work out so I couldn't pay. Right. So it's not like I was trying to. Intentionally not pay, right? <laughs> and where did the kids? How did they? How did they? What was the campus life for the school? Was they? Would they? Were they living off campus or on campus? What was going on?
1: What campus?
0: <laughs> I know there but, was
1: no school. They were living uh, in hotels.
0: All right. And how did they? First of all, how were they paying for the hotels?
1: They. They were. First of all, they weren't paying for the hotels, and then when he said something about there was one hotel who was basically telling him that he could kind of do like a loan.
0: Uh,
1: I was like, what? Like you gotta be like, just
0: so, so essentially what was going on is that <clears throat> he would book out almost an entire hotel for mm-hmm. the kids to have rooms, but he wouldn't pay a dime. And so kids were being locked out of their house. They got evicted from multiple hotels. I think one hotel he ho- he owed upwards of a hundred thousand dollars for one hotel, but yeah, what was 000. What was annoying though about this piece was that the evictions from the hotels didn't just affect Bishop Sycamore and or Roy, who were they affecting? the kids. The kids. So th- he would put the rooms, the names in the room, the rooms and the kids' names. And so as part of that eviction, that was on their record. So these kids, when they were trying to get some of them, when they were trying to get apartments, it would pop up that they got evicted, yeah. which impeded their ability to get into apartments for themselves, which was fucked up. Like there is no there's no rhyme or reason why he could not identify that as a fucked up situation. But when they asked him about it, he basically was like, oh yeah, we got a lawyer. The lawyer took care of it. And then he, but then the same lawyer that they hired had to fucking sue him in order to get paid.
1: He didn't get paid. Yeah. yeah right. But you know, uh, even before it got to that point, the 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 producer or whatever guy was talking to him had asked him when, when the CFO didn't work out and he changed it to the BS, mm-hmm. he asked, why didn't you just stop? You know like why didn't you just say that's it for the program and you know the way he he was just like i think he said something wait i think i have it written down that he said he said it's ego it was my ego versus heart i Mm -hmm. knew the kids i knew their backgrounds knew where they were from what was i supposed to do just leave them like he could have avoided all of this had he just said Damn, the program didn't work out. Let me just stop it there.
0: Right. Let me not but,
1: sell these kids something I can't even give them. You don't even have the money.
0: Right. But that 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 is <clears throat> fundamentally an element of a narcissist, right? Yeah. The narcissist in him is that only I mm-hmm. can save these kids, not that I fucked up. I need to try to redeem myself and let me try to figure out a way to redeem myself because I promised these kids something and I didn't do that. So let me go back into the drawing board and try to figure out how I can make this right. We might not, you know, it would be different if he, he did that. We may not be able to start off the way I think we need to start off, right? We may have to do some partnership with some community colleges or something to try to see we we get the academics in place. Yeah, you know, they, the, none of that was important. What was important was is that I am Roy Johnson. And so this is a plan that I wanted to do. And so I'm going to do the plan. And it's only me that can fix it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I see it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, it's, it's so frustrating. Like, And I just wanted to slap him in his throat like multiple times. Every time he this. would laugh,
1: like, you know, I right. think they would, mm.
0: <laughs> that's what i'm saying like I, I i couldn't even fathom this dude sitting across with me trying to give me a platform for business because i'm looking at you like bro what the fuck are you talking yeah. about dude? you don't know shit like what what are you doing
1: yep um, and the in the paintball where he did yeah. with the paintball where he left the credit card and said credit card you know the owner of this is going to come and pay for it yeah but, what is it 800 he's talking it about it was only 300 dollars
0: and the guy was like, no business, it was like $600 or $800. $800. 800. But what I don't understand is why they just didn't run the credit card.
1: They did, and it got declined.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. You want no money on there. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. So the other piece of this, now this is where I struggled. <laughs> because I'm like, as a parent, I'm sorry. If Davion came to me and was like, I'm about to start this program, yeah, 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 but it costs twelve thousand dollars. I'm gonna look at him and be like, <laughs> "Bro, you better, you better take your ass down the street to that public lot, that puppet puppet program over there for free."
1: But see, twelve
0: thousand dollars with no curriculum.
1: Nah, but this is the perfect example, right? Remember, he he knows who he's targeting. Okay, he knows the kids that he's bringing, so he's bringing these kids where if they have any father figure, it's not somebody who's really truly there every single day. So he would have came to kids like me with a single mother, because my kids come and tell me, mom, especially, you know, they've all, both of them have been in football, you know, outside Mm -hmm. of school and in school. And they would have been like, mom, there's this school $12,000. I would have been like, listen, I may have to go into debt. I may have to find me three jobs. Let's do it. However, I don't think Bishop, whatever his name is, Roy Johnson, would have really, truly gotten me into that scam and whatnot, but I would have considered it. I would have been like, okay, I, I need to know what the plan is. I need to see, you know, and I would have been on my kid, hey, how is school? How are the classes? You know, I kind of felt like these parents weren't truly even paying attention to the kids because, you know, I would have been like, what is truly going on? But, but, I would probably have been the parent who would have entertained the idea of putting my kid in that school if that could have helped him reach his dream.
0: Well, most of the parents were involved because most of these fucking people were grownups. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but for those who weren't.
0: They, they would try to pretend and pass over as 15, if 16, Because you did have two mothers yeah. who, who were, They were pretty you know, involved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> the other piece of this that really pissed me off was that these kids were supposed to be fed. They're supposed to have these catered meals every day. It initially started off, they were having food. And then, <clears throat> what happened?
1: They ain't got nothing because there was no money to feed you.
0: Could not. Oh, and my God.
1: Oh, sorry. It's just that it pissed me off when he said that he would call the Kroger's, or I think it was the Kroger's for the, what is it? The chicken. Rot, rot, how you say that word? Rotisserie. Rot- or rotisserie. Rotisserie, rotisserie chicken. And order like 30 something, knowing that he couldn't pick it up and then wait until after closing, like when it was about to close to go get
0: them. Well, not that he couldn't pick it up. He knew he couldn't afford it.
1: Right. He couldn't pay for it. So he would wait until almost closing because they were going to put it at half price.
0: Exactly. But no, but in my head, I was
1: like, I'm about to do that. I'm about to conquer.
0: (laughs) But you remember the piece when he was walking around, knocking on the doors and asking the kids, how are they? And And several of them was like,
1: I'm I'm hungry.
0: Like, bro! I need to eat. And that, this is the piece that really fucking annoyed me. First, they were eating slop. It looked like something they just found in the...
1: It was mac and cheese, wasn't it?
0: Well, uh, it was supposed to be mac and cheese, but it looked like it was... Oh, the like mom was soup. like, is this porridge?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like a mac and cheese soup. Mm. But
0: that's not even the thing that bothered me. What irritated me... Is that it caused the kids to then go to Walmart and start stealing food from Walmart and getting banned from Walmart. So here, again, the same guy who's supposed to be saving these people from their predicaments, right, is once again placing them in a worse capacity than before they got to them, right? Because many of them were not stealing Right. We had no allegations that they were out there stealing from Walmart and all that. But now, because they need to survive and the necessity of, of food is important. Right. That's something that people need. Right. <laughs> that now they are engaging in criminal behavior just so that they can eat.
1: And, and one that, of the kids, I think, said it just like you said, you know, you you were supposed to be taking us out of this. And yet you made us have to do it because you weren't exactly. taking care of us.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Roy is an asshole. I'm just going to say that. Hey, Roy is a fucking asshole. Sad part
1: is that he has a a kid. I I know he has a kid. I don't know how many other kids, you know, like I knew a son because he mentioned a son. And, you know, that's the sad sad thing about it. Like you also, you're a father, you know, like. uh,
0: He had no care. He had absolutely no care. And then the other piece, which I don't understand why there's not a fraud investigation into this. The whole PPP you know, during COVID, the paycheck protection loans that the federal yeah. government was giving out. So he waited until all of the parents, any of the parents involved would leave. And then he made these kids fill out these applications for PPP loans. Most of them didn't even know what they're filling out. They thought they were getting grants, scholarships. And these people had 20,000, 15,000, 17, $18,000 in loans that they never knew that they took out. And one of them, I think Adrian contacted his dad and was like, yo, he's making us do this. What do you think? The dad was like, you need to go and get that and tell them to destroy it.
1: Because they had his social.
0: Right. And he went to them and he said that they said they got rid of it. But then the producers asked him, well, did you take out a loan for $20,833? He was like, yeah, no, never, never. (laughs) And so what I don't understand is why there's not an investigation into a criminal investigation for fraud in that sense against Roy. Like to me because right now what I what I understand there's been you know you, you could do anything civil and you could sue, right? But the motherfucker got the money. He already, he recently just filed for bankruptcy as some of you may know, but as part of my research he did. How recent? <laughs> this year. So, it's not like you are going to get any of the money if you sue him, right? I mean, you can get a you can get an, a, a jury award or the or the judge can you can get the satisfaction that you won the case but you ain't getting the dime what i don't understand is is that if 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 this is true the way that the, the student said adrian is basically he got a loan out ppp in his name twenty some thousand dollars he went to them and said destroy whatever i i submitted i gave you with my social and they said that they did what I don't understand is why there's not an investigation into that. Now, what I don't know is whether that is happening or not behind the scenes, but it seems to me that these kids taking out PPP loans and place them in the name of these random organizations, barbershops and all this, that they don't- They
1: work almost all barbershops.
0: Yeah, that, they don't, that they're not involved in. Like, come on now. Like, that is fraudulent behavior and activity. And I don't understand why people are not being held responsible Um, For the behaviors and creating a situation where they are jeopardizing the livelihood of people and the potential of folks to get jobs in the future. Right. Or, you know, you try to go get a job at the bank and they pull your credit and it shows that you owe this loan. You might not be able to get it.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Right. But go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, no. I'm just um going through my notes to see if we're missing anything.
0: The only other thing we missed is the big game with IMG <laughs> on ESPN. And this was the point where this people started everything. This is the only reason that we have this documentary. This is the only reason we're sitting here talking about it. This is the only reason that other folks have sat here, talked about it, wrote about it. Because there was a televised game between IMG and for those of you who know what IMG is, is one of the premier High schools focusing on essentially preparing students to uh, essentially
1: to get into the, to the college colleges, yeah.
0: And, yeah. And they go on, and these kids are—I'll let you talk about it at the game on ESPN.
1: So they go, they they get, to, they get to this game, and
0: they get their ass whooped by IMG. Fifty-eight they, to zero, baby. <laughs>
1: They get hurt, shoulders popping, knees popping.
0: Ligaments. ACL,
1: torn. And he still wanted to put them out there. They really came to him and be like, I'm hurt. And he still kept, get out there. Like the mom, one of the mom was acting as the.
0: Trainer. (sighs) (laughs) And and they were like, where's your doctors? Where's your medical staff? And she was like, we don't have.
1: Yeah. But see, in, in that, in that piece. I'm like you. Where, as parents, what do we say? What is truly going on? Granted, she did say you're not going back in the game. But, man, it got to that point. You, you literally, he, they had already played a certain amount of games. That week, they had played two games back to back before they even got to that game. Right. As parents, what do you? When do you say no, This is too much. Like, what is going on? Like, right. do you truly care about these kids? What are you putting these kids well, through?
0: Well, what I don't understand is that it's not just that, but the people who are doing the scheduling of these games. Why are you not looking at how often these folks are planned before you schedule them to play? Like, come on now. I mean, there's fault to go around. Everywhere. No, but
1: the man, the man that did the schedule was there. Remember, he, he said he
0: said, but he said he didn't know about the other game
1: because Roy scheduled it. Hmm. Roy made it. Roy got in contact with the school, whatever school it was, and and he's the one who scheduled that back-to-back game.
0: Hmm. Well, there you go, people. So during the halftime, Adrian says he goes to his Twitter and he got a thousand DMs basically saying, what kind of dumbass are you to go to a fake-ass school? (laughs) And then it's just this litany, litany of... Messages, memes <laughs> on Twitter. I mean, tearing these kids a new one. Not the coach, though. God. They are focusing. The thing is, is like the 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 vitriol in these tweets are at the kids. The but even
1: even the guy, the first guy, what was his name? One, no, John, the John Br- Branham, Branham um, Branham
0: one. Senior. He girl. even
1: said, you know. He sat there and literally said, y'all grown folks know this was not even a school. Why y'all even sitting there playing? Like, ugh.
0: Well, but the thing is, I don't think it resonated to them that it wasn't a school. I think that they thought that they were focusing on the athletic arm of it. Now, I, I, I get it. Yes, they wouldn't go into any kind of, they wouldn't get any kind of academics with it. Now, that should have been a trigger, right? Yeah. <laughs> But I think that they were so focused on the fact that they were out of their environment that was doing them harm.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, psychologically, mentally, things of that nature. And so they were more focusing on that. And then with this game, what I wrote down, you know, there's that saying that, you know, bad publicity is still good publicity kind of because you're out there. In this case, I think that proven to be false because the only one... Who whose who, whose platform was highlighted was Roy, right. because uh, you know you 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 don't see when you do Google you don't see a lot of the reporters talking to the kids talking to the the folks involved to try to figure out what what's going on how did this impact them to try to give them the platform so that they can express how this has detrimentally harmed them, but you got all these articles about Roy. And how he was able to create this scam. And, I, you know, that's the thing is that we forget about who the real victims are. The real victims right. are the folks who were there playing on the field.
1: Exactly. And
0: making their ass look stupid, right?
1: Even the trillion guy, he said, you know, I was hurt, you know, by my arm had popped, but I was playing with this school and that's all I wanted. You know, exactly. the opportunity to be able to just play. You know, they could see me. I had a chance of somebody seeing me and be like, you know, oh, he's good. Right. And that's the sad part.
0: Yeah, it sucks. It's a a bad situation. And, you know, the state of Ohio does this investigation. They basically come out and say that this is a scam. The school is a scam, but there's nothing they can do.
1: Wait, we skipped the whole running over the geese.
0: Well, we'll get to that because I don't know if that's really about the school. But we could talk about Roy. We could do that at the end. I want to finish the school. Ohio basically say, nothing nope we could do, bro. And they don't have to really follow the rules necessarily because they identify as themselves as a religious organization.
1: Religious, yeah.
0: Right. Now, what what? And there's really no
1: laws. No laws no. against anything that he did.
0: No, no. Now, definitely, I think there's some way that you can indicate fraud. <laughs> in some form, shape, or fashion. Not about the creation of the school, but the creation of getting this credit under the, the guise that you, you have a, a formalized school and that you're doing these things X, Y, and Z. Where, where What I want to know is the $12,000 per student, Where where is that money? What did you use it but for? But they
1: didn't even get it because remember one of the mom was saying she was still getting bills. So it could have been where, it could have been that situation where you're going to pay me monthly and parents stop paying.
0: Yes, but I'm talking about the PPP loans. They Those loans were given. And they were given and placed in the name of, remember, his mom's organization, yeah. who died. Which is another thing. Shows he has, he's had he's callous. He doesn't fucking care. His mom had a, like a nonprofit or whatever. I don't know what education, they were
1: doing. Education resources. Resources. Yeah.
0: She died and left it to him. And then he's using this as part of his arm. For I'm going to use the word fraud because that's all it is. Period. Now, legally, doesn't meet the definition. It depends. Once you peel back all the the onions, peel peel all the layers of the onions, but it's fraud to me. Okay. Period. Point blank. Period. The end. I don't give a shit what nobody say. And so, yeah. So you, you're left in a conundrum of the fact that the matter is that Ohio says it's a scam, but yet there's nothing they can do. And so, the opportunity for people to continue to do this stays it's right
1: barely,
0: yeah and then andre peterson says in the interview that they parted ways with roy after the img game because they lost so bad that w- he didn't do that in the documentary that's from the research so Oh
1: i was gonna say yeah, cause yeah, yeah. He, he was sitting in that documentary right.
0: right next to them right which what and that's the other thing what and then he says he didn't financially gain from this. Like, why are you why are you part of this organization that you know is not a fucking school? Why don't you say that we are after school extracurricular <laughs> program, right? Like, where is the academic piece here? And that leads us to Trillion. Trillian was able to get a scholarship to Gramlin. For those of you who know gramlin is an HBCU. I actually got a scholarship to Gramlin for music, but I turned it down. Oh, really? Anyway, yeah, for Band. But I didn't want to go down there. The fuck?
1: Where is that? Grambling,
0: Ruisiana. So he got a scholarship, did all this, and what happened?
1: So so he got a scholarship under Hugh Jackson, which is very well known in, in football, but because of his association with Bishop Sycamore, they took it back.
0: Is it because of the association? What was the real reason?
1: No, because of the academics.
0: The what? What about the academics?
1: He didn't have it. He didn't have exactly. no academics. There were no
0: fucking academics. He could not show that he had math, English. So sad. Social studies, history. There were no credits to give to this guy because this fucking school didn't have any academics. And so to this day, from what I understand, he's not able, mm-hmm. um, unless he went to some kind of attorney to school in the interim and did something. <clears throat> I tried to do some research, but I couldn't find what he's doing. I hope to God that these kids... Well, they
1: they did say at the end what he was doing but up to the point of the documentary.
0: Yeah. But he did say this. Fuck you, Roy. Yeah. All right.
1: You know, they all said how it mentally affected them, how some of them got into major depression. Like, some of them even... It traumatized them to the point where they don't even want to know anything about football when football was their dream. Right. You know, so that truly tells you how it affected these kids. That's the, that's the, that's what pissed me off about this and Andre Peterson Peterson guy. Your son was in the program so you know your son's dream. You know, you knew what Roy was made of and you knew that he was BSing these kids. You know, as a father, why couldn't you step up and be like, just done something. You literally sat there and didn't do nothing for these kids. Their yeah. dreams just smashed.
0: Yeah, it sucks. they That was a really bad situation. You want to, we've been going for about an hour and seven minutes. Anything about the school you want to talk about before you talk about the domestic violence and the geese?
1: Well, I don't care about the domestic violence. I care about the, the mental that he put the kid through.
0: Go ahead. You want to talk about it?
1: Uh, let me see what. I, I just really want to just point on certain things that the the guy that I said that I that I really liked, the, um, I think you said he was a reporter, a journalist?
0: I think he's a, a sports journalist.
1: The Bomani Jones, but there's something that he said where, you know, these kids look at this man as a coach, and a coach, I, I like what he said, he said a coach is seen as somebody who's a leader of men and someone who's supposed to guide young men and make them better and teach them all of these values where sometimes, you know, even after the the plane, you look at your coach and you still call him coach, and and it's true because I still look at my kids' coaches whenever I see them, like even on Instagram, I follow them, and I always refer to them as coach, coach, coach because that's who they were. You know, when my kid was with them, that's who they follow. Yeah. You know, so ugh, I don't know. It's just that whole episode just pissed me off.
0: Yeah it baffles me if it's flabbergasting that this even occurred.
1: And that there's nothing that can be done against right. this man for what right. he
0: did. Well, I mean, there can be. I mean, some people need to start looking to do it, but whatever. Now, <clears throat> there was a part where Adrian, I guess he did have kind of, it seemed that like he was the closest with mm-hmm. Now, you say he lived with Warren?
1: Yeah, he said he, when, when they brought up the domestic charge, and they penned back to Adrian. He said he lived with him for a couple of months, and the the entire time he lived with them, Roy would put his hands on her. He would push would be her. Is what he said. Yes. Yep. So he yeah. he lived with them.
0: They would come down and basically brag about it. Right. Um, but this shows the mentality of this guy. I I, I, I I'm glad you want to talk about the geese, right? The gaggle of geese. Now, first of all, Virginia is illegal. Okay. In Virginia, oh, yeah? you. It is a law that i Oh, if my God, you see,
1: I'm sorry, let me stop. I see, see them all the time, and I really just because you know they take forever to cross that right, road. Right,
0: and you're supposed to stop. <laughs> and if there is not a divider between where they are, none of those cars can go. So both sides need to stop. Yeah, until they go over. We
1: truly do, although we really want to.
0: And that, for those of you who've never had to experience this, these motherfuckers will walk and then look back and decide they want to turn around. <laughs> And then look back and be like, nah, bro, I want to go back and start. <laughs> I mean, one time I, I I literally was there 15, 20 minutes. I was late to work for yes. these fucking gaggle of geese. <laughs> Anyhow, <clears throat> go ahead and tell the story.
1: So one time they were driving, and I think it was only that Adrian guy that was, that was in the vehicle. We, it, they don't mention no other person. Adrian is the one talking about it.
0: This they bar were- sign is annoying me. Go ahead.
1: They, they were driving and there were some geese, you know, on the road. And Roy literally puts his foot on the gas and runs them
0: over and runs the geese makes over fun and, of it. And then does, do what?
1: I don't know what he do.
0: He puts it in reverse and runs back over them.
1: Oh, I missed that part. I did that
0: And he says to them, if you're not ready, basically, war, you're not ready for war and blood, yeah. then you're not ready for this.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I got to show you what it's like to go to war. is what, yes. he, what he said. Right. Now, that's just ridiculous. That's just dumb. Now, he claims it was an accident initially.
1: Yes.
0: But the road, the reverse is then He had to done. make fun of it. And, and the reverse issue, but that's that, that's psychologically an issue. That shows that he has a mental issue in my head. I think he's psychotic. What about him beating the houseless person?
1: Why can't you say homeless?
0: Because I think the new politically correct term is houseless.
1: Well, I did not even know that. But yeah, that that also, that situation there is like...
0: But tell them the situation. They don't know.
1: So they they were at a Walmart and they had gone inside the Walmart. And when they come out, they see this guy trying to get into Roy's car and has certain items or Roy's on him, like his cell phone and some other stuff. And he basically confronts the dude and tells the kids... You know, th- this is what happens when you haven't been, what is it, whooped in the ass by your daddy, when takes you, off you his... You have
0: got your ass beat by your daddy.
1: By your dad, takes off his belt and starts whooping the homeless man in his ass. And then all the kids start joining, hitting the man.
0: I think at Roy's coaching, though.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But still assaulting the person because that's what they did. That's what they all of them did.
0: Right. And that should have been... That should have been one of the reasons he should have been charged. But putting that aside, I think it's a great documentary. It's unfortunate that we have to talk about the pain that this guy has created for people, particularly folks in in communities that don't necessarily have the wherewithal to do what they need to do to come from from under their circumstances and situations. I will say this, the highlight for this is that um, I think I said this when we were talking about the the through the fire the girl Judy Malinowski mm-hmm. yeah. and the tenacity of those kids those kids were much younger when they had to deal with that particular one and for those of you who don't know we talk about go back I think it's episode something seventy something but the tenacity of these kids even though they were older still is important. For instance, Trillian, despite his circumstances, despite the fact that he was gung-ho and set of going to Grambling, and despite the fact that that's been pulled from under him, what I understand is that he's continuing trying to reach his goal, right? Right. And despite the setback that Rory has created for him and for others, many of them are trying their best to continue to move forward and do positive things. I think one of them wrote the song. Honor that wrote. song.
1: Yeah, but one is the honor roll at the University of Louisville. Yep. And one, one of, the of them is there.
0: And then the other one wrote the song that's on the documentary, JD. JD. So, you know, I would say if they happen to listen to this, I appreciate the fact that you took a bad situation and did your best to come from from under it. And, you know, I would say to these people, honestly, I think there is opportunity and room for them to sue Roy for various claims. Now, that don't mean that they're going to get money. But I do think there, there is a sense of dignity and importance that you get from the fact that someone says that this dude did something bad, right? right. Someone with authority. Because as it stands, no one is doing anything. And one thing that the guy that you said, the, the reporter said, is that this isn't just about color, right? And it's not just about Roy, it's the fact that this industry, and when I say this industry, the athletic program, started from high school, a lot of them are making millions and millions of dollars. Like IMG, they identified that they have ranked in seventy nine million dollars in twenty twenty one. None of that is going to the kids. It may benefit the kids. Right. But the, the kids are not individually receiving really
1: anything. Yeah.
0: benefits. And recently, like even for college before, the college athletes could not receive money. Right. Right. Only the the Team, but now they kind of changed that and I think if they start doing that at the high school because we put so much emphasis on that it gives kids I think kind of more authority not that also comes problems right because if they're young and get you all know, this money they don't know what to do with it but that also gives them the ability to do financial literacy things of that nature that they need to do if they have money but the system overall has created this monster and in order to 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 I guess, get rid of the monster. You have to recreate and, and shell back and figure out how to redo the, the system nice. um, so that you won't create that. So, anyhow, that is <clears throat> episode 84. Episode 84 is this is a BS. You can watch us on Facebook or talk to us on Facebook at Peeps Creek Cafe. You can contact us on ID, Twitter, and Twitch. Now, notably, I would say I've been very bad at posting, you know, as a one man show, baby. V- x. fuck x twitter <laughs> the stupid ass name at peeps creek youtube you watch us on youtube peeps creek podcast i keep getting all these messages from these people who want to take over the youtube but bro i ain't paying y'all we got you can email us at cafe at peeps you're gonna get all our links there at cafe.peepscreek.com backslash links i sound like I feel like I sound like I'm horrible over here.
1: Yeah, like,
0: oh, I know y'all was like, what the fuck? And then the website course has all of our episodes, including the videos and transcriptions of the videos at www.peepscreep.com. I am Sean. I, again, always appreciate the time, energy, and effort that you have, whether you are looking at us. I know most of our people actually listen to the podcast versus looking, but we do them both because you never know who wants to up there and see our beautiful faces. Look at this. Awesomeness. All right, and then I also want to make sure that I say thanks to Denise. Denise, anything you want to say to the folks before we depart? Day?
1: You're welcome. I'm so sorry for the background awesome. Awesome. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure, and just thank everybody for you know just listening to us and putting messages. And you may not agree with us, but At least I respect those that actually have an opinion about it and do it respectfully without, you know, disrespecting us. So just thank you.
0: And we're going to have to send President Biden our recording schedule so he'll know not to have them do these (laughs) missions.
1: This has nothing to do with President Biden.
0: (laughs) Conduct the naval base and tell him, look, y'all need to stop flying these. (laughs) Where y'all going? Y'all ain't going nowhere. All right. So until next time, make sure that you continue to drink, listen, and converse. Peace and love.